Matisse Thybul does something no other player has ever done. Joel Embiid reminds us whose city this really is, and we play a game of buy or sell. Will the Sixers get to 50 wins? Are the Sixers just an impact player away from contending for a title? And we've got a Sixers-Grizzlies preview that's right now on Locked on Sixers. You are Locked on 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Sixers. I am your host, Serena Winters, former Sixers sideline reporter, serving up content to Sixers fans on this beautiful Monday. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Serena Winters. We truly appreciate you for making Lockdown 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Plus, we are looking for some reviews. If you can log in and give us a five-star review. If you want a question answered, put your question in the review and we will answer it on the podcast. Would appreciate it. We've also got some great sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. It's showtime, baby. Happy Monday. How's everyone doing today? Hey, did I uh, miss anything over the weekend? That was not happening in Philly. Uh, This is my city. Damn right, Joe. We know it's your city. We know, baby. We know. Yeah, I'd say that was the most impressive win of the year for the Sixers by far. I mean, to have the Golden State Warriors tied for the best record in the NBA with Steph Curry coming at you, trying to break an NBA record on your floor? Heck yeah, that's something to be proud of. Matisse Thibel getting a Defensive Player of the Year. Shout out from Joel Embiid. Steve Kerr saying Thibel did as good of a job on Steph as anybody in a long time. Yeah, Doc. I was entertained. I, I asked him after the game, are you not entertained? Because, like... I told our guys before the game, I felt like this is our home floor. And, you know, you felt like Maximus. Like, everybody came here to see something else other than the home team. And I told our guys they should, they should think about that when they go out on the floor. And then win the game and ask, are, are you not entertained? Watching Matisse chase Steph Curry around all night long sure had me entertained, I'll tell you that much. Matisse said the hardest part about guarding Steph was... His conditioning, as in Steph's conditioning, just having to be active, engaged in every single second of every play. But Matisse also said that the physical part is actually the easy part of defense. The hardest part was the mental side of understanding where Steph is trying to score, how they're trying to get him open. Well, Tease kept Steph to shooting two of 11 from the field and one of nine from three while guarding him on Saturday, according to NBA Stats matchup data. And he became the first player ever, first player ever, not this year, ever, to block multiple Steph three-point attempts in a game. So yeah, I'd say, I'd say he did pretty well. One more thing from Thibel over the weekend. When he was asked about Joel Embiid's 
Defensive Player of the Year comments and whether things like that motivate him. Listen to what Thibel had to say about this. No, I don't. Awards are they're given based off of like performance, and I perform to win. I don't perform to like acquire accolades. It's an amazing compliment and would be an honor, but it's not something that doesn't determine how I'm going to show up each night to play. Are you kidding me, Matisse? I mean, could he have possibly answered that question any better? No. What an answer. I mean, that's the mentality that you want from your players. Now, it doesn't surprise me at all with Matisse. This is how he is. I mean, if you watched his post-game press conference, it's I was actually smiling listening to Thibel talk because he had so many questions about... You know, what was his mentality driving into the arena to defend Steph Curry? What was his mentality when he was actually defending Steph Curry? What is his mentality on defense? Just kept getting asked these similar questions over and over again. And you can see him smiling when asking these questions, just like, I don't know, playing hard? You know, I was given these athletic gifts and I just used them to my abilities. It was fun listening to him after the game. And look, he has struggled offensively. He knows that. But at the end of the day, he knows what his strength is. Any team that has him knows what his strength is. And he is one of the best defenders right now in the NBA. And he's playing to that strength. He is playing to that strength. And we saw his value out there on the court on Saturday. And one more time for the people in the back. This is my city. So good. Coming up, we've got a game of buy or sell. But first, let me tell you about DirecTV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand, all your favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. How many of you guys have, like, four remotes for the different TV TVs in your house and sometimes still don't know how to turn something on. Hopefully that's not just me, but maybe it is. I am technically challenged, some say. But the best part about DirecTV, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com, compatible device required. Content varies by package. Thanks for making Locked On Sixers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So I usually get these podcasts out at like the crack of dawn for all the commuters driving in committed to that. But I actually almost really lost my voice over the weekend. (laughs) I was uh, actually in Cleveland this weekend and I was calling the Cavaliers-Kings game. For those that don't know, calling games has always been 
a passion of mine. I started in play-by-play over a decade ago when I was in college calling games for UC Santa Barbara. That's where I went to college. I did that for the radio. Um, And then I also called games for a semi-pro basketball team in public access TV. So it's always been a passion of mine. So when I got a call to go out to Cleveland and call a game, the answer was, of course, yes. And I had so much fun. um, But I was calling the game both from a play-by-play and analyst perspective. So it was just me solo talking for the entirety of the game. And the game was was a lot of fun. Um, Evan Mobley for the Cavs, who is definitely in contention for the Rookie of the Year, was just throwing down dunks. I was sitting courtside getting hyped. And so by the end of the game, realizing that I was screaming for half the game into the mic, um, I had a tough time talking. But we are back now. My voice is back. I'm feeling better. And I am ready for some Sixers buy or sell. So I'll give you some phrases, some comments, some statements, and we will talk about whether I'm buying it or selling it. So first up, the Sixers will get to 50 wins this season. Am I buying or selling? All right, well, the Sixers are currently 15 and 12, which is a 55.6% winning percentage. So if the Sixers play the rest of the season, averaging the same number of wins per game, they'll finish with 30 to 31 more wins, which puts them at that 55 to 56 wins for the season. I absolutely think that they're going to do that. Absolutely buying that. But the question is, are they going to get to 50? The Sixers schedule this year, it has been tougher out of the gates than it will be on the second half. They've already got their toughest road trip out of the way. And most of those strength the schedule rankings that I've seen have the Sixers around like that 10th or 11th spot when it comes to the easiest schedules the rest of the way. But we have some lingering questions in Ben Simmons, right? I think if the Sixers trade Ben Simmons, the Sixers will get to 50 wins this season. But if the Sixers do not make any moves, I think that Philly still hovers right below that 50 wins mark. Remember, last year the Sixers finished with 49 wins, but it was a shortened season with 72 games, right? So that's a 10-game difference. If the NBA had played a full season, then the Sixers' winning percentage would have equated to about a 56-win season, which actually would have been the most Sixers' wins in over 20 years, which is actually pretty incredible thinking about last season. I guess you don't realize because of how it ended, and against the Hawks in Game 7, what a historic season that could have been for Philly. But look, bottom line is, if the Sixers don't trade Ben Simmons this year, I am not buying the Sixers being a 50-win team. If the Sixers do trade Ben Simmons this year, I am buying the Sixers being a 50-win team. All right, buy or sell. Tobias Harris will finally get his first All-Star nod. Oh, I am selling this one. So last year, Harris was just a couple percentage points shy of joining the 50-40-90 club. He finished the season shooting 51.2% from the field, 39.4% from three, and was really just a few free throws off from finishing with a 90% free throw average. He finished at 89.2 and 19.5 points per game. And at the time of all-star voting numbers, um, his numbers were actually even better than what he finished the season at, right? 
So this year, Harris's numbers are down in most of those categories compared to last year. He's shooting 47.5% from the field, just 31.5% from three, which really hurts him there, and then 85% from the free throw line. And he's averaging less than he was last year game at 18.9. If I remember correctly, last year around all-star voting, Harris was just over that 20 points per game mark. So in my mind, if Harris did not come close to being an all-star Last year in the voting, which it really was not close, then I don't think he's going to be one this year. Um, So because of that, I've got to sell Harris on being an all-star this season. But I do want to make a Harris side note. Um, Tobias won the October NBA Cares Community Assist Award. And the reason I want to mention that is because, you know, I was around Harris very closely for over two, well, let's say about two years. Um, and I can honestly tell you out of all of the NBA players that I have covered, and I have covered a lot of them, I've been in the NBA for over 10 years now. Um, and I have been to a lot of charity events, a lot of community events. When I first started in the NBA, I was actually just covering like community events and charity events because that was all that the Lakers at the time would give me access to. They wanted me to prove myself, which I appreciated um, before I got credentialed for practices and games and things of that nature. I only went to community events. And being at those events, I really got to see the players that really put their heart and soul into giving back to their communities. And I have to tell you that out of everybody I have been around, Tobias Harris has been number one. He doesn't do it for the awards. Um, He really doesn't. I think within the first couple of weeks of him being in Philly, he had already made it a point to reach out to schools in the area and he was really interested at the time in um, uplifting young women and I remember how much of an impact he made within his first couple of weeks and it wasn't just somebody else doing all the work for him and his name being on it he was truly involved in trying to make the community a better place using his ideas on how he could impact the community. And I will just say that from a community perspective, Philadelphia is so lucky to have him. And he has not just impacted Philly, he's been impacted any community that he's been a part of. He's made a point to try to leave it a better place. So props to Tobias. All right, now that I've gone on my Toby tangent, uh, we've got time for one more. I'm going to borrow this one from Derek Bodner, who wrote this in his new The Daily Six newsletter. Definitely check it out if you have not already. He's got a new venture, and hopefully we will have him on the pod soon to talk about it. All right, so Derek said, This team is not a couple of role players or even a starter or two away from contending for an NBA title. They're an impact player away. Okay, so I am going to buy most of this statement. I think that the Sixers are an impact player away from contending for the Eastern Conference title. I think that as constructed without a trade, um, this roster would have a tough time beating the best team in the East. However, I think that the best teams in the West, even if the Sixers just get an impact player, will still have more depth than the Sixers do. Because, look, if you're giving up 
if you're making a trade for Ben Simmons, you're giving up more than just Ben. Teams are going to want more than just Ben. And Bodner makes the point that the two real pieces of trade ammunition to get an impact player are Simmons and Maxi. So with that in mind, even if the Sixers get an impact player in return, let's just hypothetically say somebody like CJ McCollum, I don't see the Sixers as having the depth that other teams, especially in the in the West, excuse me, have to win a championship. So that's how I see that. Um, let me know what you think. Tweet at me. I love to hear your thoughts on the podcast uh, at Serena Winters. And like I said, speaking of Bodner, I'm trying to get him on this week. So stay tuned for that. Coming up, the Sixers take on the Memphis Grizzlies. I've got a preview. But first, let me tell you about Built Bar. You probably know me already. I have to carry bars in all of my bags. Built Bar is in there because they are delicious and healthy. They're high in protein, but amazingly low in calorie, sugar, net carbs, and fat. And there's so many flavors. Like I go through these phases where I just like one flavor and then one morning I wake up and I never want to eat that flavor again. So I <laughs> I choose something new. But the thing about Built Bar is they have so many. Like maybe you're in a peanut butter brownie mood or a cookies and cream mood or double chocolate. Um, last week I was feeling mint brownie, but maybe next week I want something more fruity like a raspberry. Whatever the case, Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to get through the day. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. If you guys were wondering what that jingling sound in the background was, that would be my dog nesting at my feet um, and digging into the carpet. And you can hear his his collar uh, making some noise there. Hey, that's the beauty of doing the podcast at home. You get all the sounds. He also just drank my entire glass of water that I put on the ground during the podcast. That was a mistake by me because my dog has this tendency where if he sees water in a glass, he thinks it's for him, even if it's a human glass. So that is the extent of my dog conversation for the day. Right now, let me tell you about Bet Online AG. Bet Online has you covered all season more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Right now, you can actually bet 100 bucks on the Sixers to win the Eastern Conference with a $950 payout. If they do, go take a look at their odds. It's fun to look at. They've got a great new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up. And if you sign up today, you receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Tonight, the Sixers taking on the number four team in the West, the Memphis Grizzlies in Memphis, a place where the Sixers have lost seven straight games at FedEx Forum. Now, the Grizz are still without Jean Morant, who sprained his left knee November 26th, but Memphis has gone 7-1 and one without him. They've got wins against the Lakers, Heat, and the Jazz, and are 16-11 and 11 overall and 10-6 and at home. 
look, the Grizz just, they play tough. They play disciplined. And thanks to their depth, although they've been shorthanded, they've still been able to pick up wins. Since Ja has been out, defense has really been their focus. I mean, you look at their stats over the last 10 games and opponents have averaged just 101.4 points against them. And Memphis has averaged 110 points per game against their opponents. The Grizz have also been shooting 46.6% from the field, which is not too shabby. Now, the Sixers are averaging 103.9 points per game over the last 10, and opponents have been putting up an average of 105.2 points against them. So, look, the Sixers are going to have to watch out for Desmond Bain right now. He's actually averaged three made three-pointers over his last 10 games per game for Memphis. And in eight games without Jaw, I mean, Bain, he stepped up. He is averaging 18.6 points a night, has four games in that span of at least 20 points per game. So he's definitely got to be on the scouting report. For Memphis, though, they've got a lot of injuries and a lot of guys potentially out. The Sixers right now have a clean bill of health. Let me check as we speak. You can hear me typing to give you the latest injury report information for tonight's game. Steven Adams is doubtful. He's got a left ankle sprain. If you watched their game on Saturday, he left that game uh, with the ankle sprain. So he's doubtful, which would be pretty good for Joel Embiid and the Sixers. Brandon Clark is out with right knee soreness. Jaron Jackson Jr. is questionable with left knee soreness. That would also be big if he was out. And then they've also got uh, Zaire Williams and Sam Merrill out as well. John Morant, of course, out. um, And he is also in health and safety protocols in addition to his injury. All right, the Sixers have a tough stretch ahead. They face the Miami Heat in Philly on Wednesday, and then they go back on the road, face Brooklyn in Brooklyn's house on Thursday. So starting off this week with a win against Memphis after still riding high from Saturday night would be a huge, huge win. As I mentioned this week, I am hoping to get Derek Bodner on the podcast. His Sixers coverage is unique. He's extensively researched. He's got a great basketball mind, and he's got a new venture that we want to tell you about. So hopefully we can pick his brain at some point. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Sixers. Thanks for making Locked On Sixers your first listen every day. And if you're looking for some gambling insight, why don't you check out Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Guess what? You know the drill. We'll see you tomorrow. 